February edition of DCS Talks, a podcast production of the Tennessee Department of Children's Services. The intention of DCS Talks is to promote dialogue among child welfare professionals, foster parents, and the entire community about ways to prevent child abuse and neglect. I'm Serena Wilson, a program manager at DCS, and I'm the host for this edition. Today, I'm interviewing Brenda Carpenter, who serves as a director in the Office of Training and Professional Development at Department of Children's Services. Ms. Carpenter has significant experience in child welfare and higher education. She recently attended the Strong Relationships Strengthening Individual and Family Wellbeing Conference, which was sponsored by the National Resource Center for Healthy Marriage and Families. With respect to Valentine's Day and honoring partnerships, we want to focus on the characteristics associated with healthy families and relationships. Hi, Brenda. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Yes. We're so glad you're here. And um, as we get started, tell us a little bit about your experiences in child welfare and at the department. Okay. Well, I started uh, as a case manager, as many of us do, and um, then uh, went to the training division where I've been for about 14 years now. Right. Um, And so have been, uh, during that time, have done a variety of different things, Um, worked in curriculum and instruction, uh, was the curriculum director. I've been a, a, a trainer just, you know, training all the different offerings that we have, a lot right. of pre-service and whatnot. And yeah. um and have done a lot of uh, work with like logistics end of learning. And sure. most recently, uh, I am now uh, the director uh, for the OJT coaches. Wonderful. Across the state. Yeah. So wow. So really that's an exciting new mentoring <laughs> type of work. That's mm-hmm. very exciting. And <coughs> it's about building relationships. It is. And, um, and you were able to attend the Strong Relationships Conference. Tell us a little bit about that conference. Yeah, so this is a conference that was um, uh, promoted and, and, and put on by the uh, National Resource Center for Healthy Marriage and Families that you mentioned earlier. And their objective, this is a, this is a federally run program, mm. um, and this, their objective is to really promote uh, healthy marriage and education on relationship skills, uh, throughout the country, and they really kind of target um, those agencies that are kind of like first responders and social oh. service agencies and safety net services um, to work with families and, 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 and really even the folks that are employed by those agencies. Right. And this is done in recognition of the fact that um, when families are not healthy, mm. um, when, when relationships are not healthy, when marriages are not healthy, that has a significant impact on the community. Absolutely. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, in, as we take it as a whole, mm-hmm. uh, the, we, we thrive in an environment of healthy relationships. And whether that be within families or outside the family, even in work relationships, we thrive in an environment of healthy relationships. And this is really key to... To success. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. And you provided me with some of the literature, mm-hmm. and I thought there was some really great information about managing stress and managing it in relationships. Could you let our listeners know some of the ways to manage stress? Yeah, absolutely. And we, we know that um, certainly 
any of our relationships, but it, again, in reference to Valentine's Day, kind of a little bit of focus <laughs> on romantic relationships, sure. which are very important in our lives. Yes. Um, any relationship can suffer under stress. Um, and, you know, how well or how poorly a person function functions really impacts the quality of that relationship. And, you know, one of the first things about managing stress that we always hear is you have to take care of yourself first, right? Oh, yeah. You always have to take care of yourself first. And a lot of times the analogy that's used is like if you are traveling with children and you get on a plane, one of the things that you hear is like if the plane experiences turbulence and if the oxygen mass drop from the right. <laughs> from above you, for yes. parents to always put on their own oxygen mass first. Because um, as caregivers, <coughs> excuse me, as caregivers, it's our nature to take care of somebody else first. Yes, you know, those is. within our charge, we take care of somebody else first. And but but honestly, you have to take care of yourself first. And because when you don't do that, you cannot be a full participant in the relationship. And you know, we all know that when we're under stress, um, we don't respond as well. Oh, yeah. You know, we're more snappy, um, or sometimes we just pull in. Some people are more show stress outwardly more. Mm -hmm. Some people, uh, you know, just pull into themselves. And in either case, um, you're not a full participant in as healthy a way as you could be. Sure. And so, you know, you know, one of the keys would be then to really kind of manage smaller stresses as they come up mm -hmm. um, by, by doing the kinds of things that kind of renew us. You know, uh, talking to a close friend or your partner, uh, going for a walk, getting some exercise, um, uh, engaging in uh, any spiritual practices that you might have. So sure. uh, meditation or, uh, or, or church activities, yeah. um, uh, anything like that that renews your spirit. For some people, that's, you know, going out into the woods. You know, yeah, it just, sure. just depends on, on what and it is. Mm -hmm. And then you want to make sure you're eating well and healthfully mm -hmm. and getting enough sleep. Right. And taking care of those things become before they kind of um, con conglomerate together and become <laughs> large stresses, in which is going to lead to to burnout and really yeah. more toxic stress. Right, and and potential for conflict to arise. That's exactly in right. Our relationships. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I thought was really interesting was about showing affection and with Valentine's Day around the corner <laughs> we know we have a lot of emphasis on physical affection mm -hmm. but what are some other ways to show affection in in our partnerships yeah and well and physical affection is also important right yes. that's one of the and, and sure. not just in romantic relationships you know uh, kids need to be touched in appropriate ways yeah. and hugged and a pat on the back and you know yeah. that sort of thing we all need that and you know we even do that with our friends sure um, a lot of the time so so physical affection uh is is a really important communicator in in any case and showing that affection and respect for uh for a partner or any close relationship is uh is, is an ongoing part of building that relationship yeah. um and so you want to find out, like, you know, what the other person's needs are. And, and, and you always want to be careful with, with, uh, with, with touch because people experience it really differently. Right. And you, so you want to find out kind of how that works for somebody else. And that's really one of the keys is that affection is not a one-size-fits-all 
situation. Oh, yeah. So it's that's really about... really a great insight. Mm-hmm. It's really about knowing what your partner or the other person finds to be affection and what they what they want. So, oh, yeah. That makes so, sense. Yeah. So outside the physical, other ways of showing affection are just showing emotional support. Mm. And, you know, and really, you know, that's one of the most important keys. It's like, you know, how we display those kind of supportive behaviors to one another um, really, when, when that's positive, there's a, there's a really great correlation between our ability to show emotional support and people's satisfaction with their relationships. That makes sense. Um, you know, and, and finding out what it means for your partner and how to do that. Is it, you know, just like, okay, I'll take care of dinner tonight, or is I'll help out with the household chores, or, or you know, a little more than I would, you know, do something that you would normally do. Right. Um, you know, or, or it could just be, I'm going to dedicate some time to really listen to what you have to say. Mm. Um, there are so many different ways to demonstrate that you can be really supportive in a relationship. But again, finding out what it is the person you're trying to support really needs from you. That's, oh, the, yeah. that's the real that's key. That's the key is mm-hmm. that understanding your partner, listening, right. hearing their voice. Communication, all important. Wow. Yeah, that's really insightful <laughs> yeah. when you think about it. Yeah, it's just it not one size fits all. It is not. Love it that. Is not. Yeah. You know, what, what, what are the love languages in your relationship? Oh, yeah. That's and if a yours great and your idea. partner's are, is out of sync, that can cause some problems. But if you can mm-hmm. kind of get in sync on, um, you know, what that means. A great example is um, when people are sick. You know, some people, you know, please just let me sleep and right. like to have some alone time. And other people want a lot of extra attention. Mm-hmm. And so if you're on the receiving end, what do you need? And make sure that you're you're asking your partner what they need. Right. That. Yeah. As, yeah, that's a, picking yeah. up on cues. Picking up on cues mm-hmm. and, and just letting them be themselves and their sick selves, however that comes That's right. Out. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's neat. Well... And that kind of leads into another point that um, I saw in the conference materials is that um, friendship is really important in our partnerships and families. Why is building friendship important? And what are some ways that we could do that? Well, you know, um, and again, kind of back to focusing on that kind of Valentine's Day romantic relationship, that romance ebbs and flows sure. over the course of a relationship, right? But friendship can provide a really strong foundation that will get you through the kind of ebbs and flows of of other things in the relationship, such yeah. as romance. Because friendship is, when that's the basis of the relationship, you're going to get through a lot of things much better. That you know, makes much, a lot much of stronger sense. relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, there are several different ways to, to focus on friendship. You know, one of the things that you want to make sure that you're doing is, is focusing on shared values and goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be um, uh, buying a house. It might be, you know, whether or not it's uh, time to add to your family. Th- could, could be a child or a pet. You yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, whatever it is. But it's something that, that you can work on together. It might be financial goals. Sure. You know, what can you work on together? Kind of right. some shared values and goals. 
and engaging in in some kind of common purposes you know what are what are the important things that you want to do together mm-hmm. as a couple as a family because all of these principles you can find specific examples that may relate to romantic relationships but but all the principles you can relate to just about any relationship right um and you want to protect that relationship from negative outside influences. Yeah. So yeah, sometimes that might mean, for example, uh, sometimes other people can be a negative outside influence. Uh, it, like if families don't approve, mm. if uh, uh, sometimes it could be a former partner right, uh, that, that could sense. get in the way, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, it could be an addiction. Mm. Uh, it could be monetary problems. It could be differences in uh, in how you feel about raising kids. Oh, yeah. You know, so so yeah. that's really important. Um, mm. That sort of thing. And then spending just really meaningful time together. Um, you know, making sure that you make a commitment to to uh, to do that every day. Um, and it, it, in some small way. And how, how can you maybe make one more small commitment to, to do, you know, one thing a little bit differently every day? Do you, do you know, for example, when you part in the morning, uh, what's an important thing that's going to happen in, in your partner's day? Right. You know, that big that meeting sort of thing. or that. That's right. Interview or, right, or exactly, something like exactly. that. Yeah. Or, or making sure that you spend time when you reconnect to, to have non-stress time that you can just talk about anything, you know, uh, and, and yeah. not have, you know, the, the, the demands of the day suddenly come crashing in as, as soon as you, you know, people, everybody gets home in the afternoon. Sure. You know? <laughs> that sure. Sort of thing. Yeah. So it's kind of like having fun together. Having fun together. And that's another actually thing you can do is making sure that you have some alone time. Yeah. You know, um, so all of those things are, are really important. Oh, that's um, great. And so finding those little ways that you can kind of increase that a little bit. And, right. And really and really show a commitment to that relationship. Right. Yeah. And, it, and just a little bit every day is enough to, a little bit every day. to just contribute to that healthy, that's right. positive relationship. That's right. Um, finding ways to, uh, to let your, your, uh, your, your, the, the other person, whether that be the romantic partner or, or your child, uh, yeah, that you appreciate them right. and that you, you know, that you are, you admire them, appreciate them, want to support them in some way. And that can be really little things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can just be walking through like a little pat on the back, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be something big. It's just small things. It's just the commitment to making sure that you're showing that appreciation and sure. that support throughout your day. Oh. Wonderful, yeah. wonderful, and it's kind of a. It just makes everybody feel good. I yeah, guess. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, thank you so much for um, going and bringing this information to us and sharing it with us yeah. as we focus on healthy relationships around Valentine's Day. Um, if our listeners are interested in finding more information, where might they go to? Yeah, and actually there is a wealth of information on this website, but we've mentioned it a couple of times. Uh, it's the healthymarriageandfamilies.org, so HTTPS with the colon and the two backslashes, uh-huh. healthymarriageandfamilies, all one word, uh-huh. .org. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, thanks again. We really appreciate your service and you providing this information. And with that, thank you, listener. Thanks for joining the DCS Talks February edition. 
please listen again to hear other subject matter experts like Miss Carpenter discuss ways to advocate for children and families and build resilient communities.